and good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this ne ne latest episode of On Deck here on CSR with me, Charles Pratt, Richie, and of course, Reese the Ruler right now as we are streaming live both on Facebook and on Instagram right now. On Instagram, if you guys want to tune in and uh, see us, you can check us out right now at On Deck CSR on the Instagram page we're streaming live off of right now and currently on the ChicagoLandSportsRadio.com page. Again, I am your host, Charles Bradge Richie, my co-host, Reese the Ruler in the house. How are you doing, my man? hope this Saturday is going much better than last weekend. Uh, yeah, a little bit better. Just trying to get used to this quarantine life, man. It's getting, like, the quarantine getting worse and worse, but I guess I'm just getting used to it. How you yeah. doing over there? Not too bad. I mean, I guess other than the sports world right now, we're right now about a week away next Sunday as everyone may recall, the Bulls documentary on The Last Dance, that's going to be coming up a week after Easter, 7 o'clock Chicago time, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, going to find out the documentary, the official breakup of the Bulls dynasty, which officially ended after the 97-98 year. I'm not going to lie to you, just between you and I, I'm, I, I'm not so sure if I'm going to be very much surprised and very much different from like what we see in there with the breakup, to be honest with you. Because you know what? I'm sure it's going to be very enticing just to hear from a lot of the players, the coaches they played against. I mean, people who they've beaten along the way. Because remember, there was a time right there where Jordan earlier in his career where he had to learn how to win with the team he had. When you had Phil Jackson, who replaced Doug Collins, who was originally the head coach. Remember, he was an assistant coach, came in the 89-90 season. They had to go for the bad boys Pistons right there. Jordan originally, once upon a time, was marked as a guy like, was he going to be the guy to win the big one in his career, if you think about things? So when he finally did do that, he conquered indeed. He left the game. And I just have a feeling I'm not going to be really very much surprised while I'm here. You're going to probably hear more than likely Jerry Krause or Jerry Reinsworth uh, butting heads, more particularly Krause and, and Phil Jackson, along with Jordan, about Eagles getting in the way about stuff that was just not being treated in a good light. So it'll be nice to watch, but I'm not really sure if I'm going to be much surprised other than the Bulls executive vice president of basketball operations move that was finally made. We discussed that last week. It is now official right now as we got, uh, as there was a report by Adrian Rojasowski and ESPN that we followed on social media at ESPN. That's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That Arturis Karnaschovas to lead the basketball operations at 48 years old. He's going to be replacing John Paxson. John Paxson will, however, remain in the advisory role, advisory role, according to sources. And one of the biggest specialties about him is his international recruiting, especially with European players. I'd be interested to see on that. Uh, what's your thoughts about this? This is reported late Wednesday night. Found out about this Thursday morning. Do you like the international feel? What they're going to be trying to do with the team? Do you sense something good coming out of this? Um, you know, I actually, I said that he, that he might win it last week. Um, I did want the Toronto uh, GM to, to win it. Um, he has had his, his success. It's about 500. But... Finals, 
fix. Like it's that great fix for Jokovic, Murray, and everything. I think that could uh, hit the international ties as well. You bring some uh, more talent, like how Greg Popovich is to Spurs. You know, like Greg Popovich was giving people out of rabbit hole, you know, and then all of a sudden, that gel like nobody heard of Manu or another thing like that. And he's these people and the gym. It's been very interesting to see when these reports. Any direction right now is better than what we're currently in. Yeah, I, I'm definitely uh, with you right now as far as like the direction right now. Of course, uh, with the Bulls team, I mean, at this point in time, I mean, you, you think about it right now. I mean, listen, I mean, you have like John Paxson right now who's g- going to be completing 17 seasons with the Bulls. I remember he was the guy who initially replaced Jerry Krause right there at the time. Uh, he had to eventually step down due to health ailments. And I remember one of the first big moves that Paxson made, it was too little too late, but it kind of helped in some ways, I guess, give him a little bit of an attitude, even though it didn't turn off into a playoff experience that first year, but in the second year. But I still remember just like yesterday in 03, summer 03, hearing the news that Sky Pippen was coming back to the Chicago Bulls after having runs with the Rockets and the Blazers. But you saw some of the other guys like later on that will develop, like where it's like a Ben Gordon or later on with the drafting of Derrick Rose. And you look at like this era, like I said, of Paxton more in particular, who's the guy who I think really gets a little bit more scapegoated than anybody. I mean, let's face it, this guy right here at the end of the day, I mean, he did put together a, a nice, good playoff a contending team for a lot of years. But I think uh, the thing that that would be a big-time detriment is that, to him, is that you did not capitalize on putting a, a second-guard shooter along with Derrick Rose at his peak before he got hurt. And then you had a second chance opportunity to try and correct that with Jimmy Butler. Obviously, a lot of people knew that Jimmy Butler, this wasn't going to be in his team. So what ends up happening, he gets shipped out of town. And then you deal with Nikola Mirotic and the Young Bulls. You have a fight with Bobby Porras the one year. And now you're just rebuilding right now, including with guys like Zach Levine. And you know what, to be honest with you, I, I will say this. It's uh, more of a situation right now where I'm looking at it is that we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, for the talent of this uh, team, maybe they just need someone a little bit more fresh for this young youth movement. All right, hey, are you uh, doing okay there, Reese? I'm sorry about that. Reese? Hello? Uh, sorry, guys, uh, everyone, everyone who's uh, watching this uh, stream with us right now. We're having some little technical uh, difficulties. We're going to restart the Instagram uh, stream right now. Uh, Reese, if you could just rejoin me in just a sec. I'm going to end this and uh, just reach trial. I don't know what's happening here. Against uh, the lower volume uh, levels right now. So I do apologize to the audience who is joining us right now uh, at this point in time. But, uh, yeah, we're right now we're talking about the Bulls. New move right now as our tourist from the Denver Nuggets. He comes aboard to the Chicago Bulls. And he is here right now with them to try and like uh, go in a different direction uh, with the team when we look at everything. And as we uh, look at it right now, uh, we're going to be uh, waiting, trying to attempt to get 
uh, Reese here in just a second. But what do you guys feel like about the move with Arturis coming over from the Denver Nuggets right now? Do you guys see this as a valuable fit right now? Do you say this as a long-term solution that the Bulls could definitely uh, capitalize on? This would be a good turn for their fortunes of the organization. Again, if you guys want to get on the conversation, the number and text line to be reached is 312-209-2232. Again, that's 312-209-2232. Uh, we can also be followed on social media, on Twitter, at Paraj Richie, at Ondek CSR, at Menasteel CJR, at ISCR3 with another bolt. That's, and then on Instagram, you can also check us out at Project Richie, at Ondexiasr, at Mass Steel Nation, at ISCR3 with another bolt right now, and uh, reestablishing a connection right there. Reese, can you hear me okay this time? Hey everybody, this is Charles Project Richie right now, host of On Deck here. You're watching us live right now on CSR. I want to apologize again for the extreme uh, connection going on right now. Having a little bit of technical uh, difficulties. Uh, we're going uh, live off uh, Instagram right now. And on Facebook Live uh, right now with uh, G Reese the Ruler. Reese, how, how you doing? Doing good, man. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's much better now. There we go. All right. Okay. All right, folks. We're back in business. Again, we do apologize for this. We're going to be a little bit delayed, so we're going to be going past a little bit 2 o'clock uh, for right now to fill up some time. But right now, as we left off, we're talking about the Chicago Bulls right now as uh, we got our tourists right now coming over from the Denver Nuggets, who's been in the playoffs one time in seven seasons with Nuggets, currently second place in the West. Should the season continue if the COVID-19 did not happen, had a real good team. Uh, he was definitely most noted, uh, our tourist right now, uh, for uh, bringing his guys. His draft success included All-NBA center Nikola Jokic, Guards Jamal Murray and Gary Harris. And then, of course, center Yusuf Nurkic from the Trailblazers, who's uh, playing right now. And this is the same uh, Nurkic who I believe got uh, injured not so long ago yeah. against uh, Thunder. And I think this was like about a year or two ago, like one of the playoffs. Yeah, so that's one of his uh, draft uh, highlights right there, the, the foundation that he's put together. It took some time right there. But do you believe, like I said, as we left off, in the international recruitment. Because so like I said, I think the last guy I remember that was big for the Bulls when it came international-wise was Nikola Maricic. He did okay for a season or two, but like I said, you look back at the 27-2018 season, last thing a lot of people remember him was that little scuffle him and Bobby Porras. He ends up getting shipped out of town, and then there you have it. I mean, what, what's your feel right now? Because even when the Bulls did win that last repeat, remember they had some international stars in the second half, I mean, more famously by Krause, Tony Kukoc, during the 9-2 Dream Team when they were going up against the men's USA basketball team when he was playing for Croatia right there. Eventually joined the Bulls right there. Started off that season when Michael Jordan first retired. Do you think they can recapture lightning in the bottle with that, Reese? Uh, you know, I think that... Um... Uh, the international players, maybe when he come over there, that he can actually help us get a more of a handle on uh, Laurie uh, marketing with his success with the European players, as well as with us having uh, these draft picks. So 
if it ends right now, I'm sure we're like top 10, top 8 pick. And maybe with his history of, you know, making picks like that, that he, that he can actually, you know, lead us to a pick that'll help us change our franchise around it. Well, uh, remember, Denver was not good, you know, just a few years ago. So with the addition of all these all-stars that we just named, first-team rookies, uh, like I believe that we can get a different eye on the competition like how Greg Popovich did. I don't know if you heard me, but kind of like how Greg Popovich did with, with the Spurs. Right. International guys, you know, you know, guys that knew their roles, you know, guys that spread the floor and, and things like that. So I do think with like him in place, we'll get a, a different view and, and definitely go into a different direction. But I think the biggest question that's going to be uh, remaining, too, I mean, it's going to be the same thing like father, like son. Do you feel like, I mean, how much more control is he going to be able to allow to have as far as, like, doing what's best for the future of this organization right now? That's the biggest question I have. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, you know, his he ain't talented as a front office executive, but it's another thing right there where you need to have guys step out of the way. We've seen that with the Chicago White Sox over the years right now. I mean, with Kenny Williams, like, a couple of years. Now you're finally starting to see Rick Hahn. Can we probably get that benefit of the doubt in due time that they're going to step out of the way and when need be, if they have to, intercede? That's my only concern right there. Because if you want to be a true, successful winning executive, you have to let guys run the show first and then put your stamp of approval. That's the only thing I hesitate on. I mean... At this rate, I, I really don't think nobody should be giving him advice in the Bulls' office right now because they aren't doing anything. So to, for him to come over, I'm sure that he have to have some type of full control, you know, uh, coaches, roster, and, and everything. Because at this rate, what we've been doing now, it's not enough. So I don't think that he will come in and only can do, like, only run a certain thing. So I think that full control, if you want to see what he can do, he needs full control over the organization. Again, if you guys want to get in the conversation, the telephone number and text line to be reached is 312-209-2232. Again, that number is 312-209-2232. You can follow us on social media, at Proud Richie, at ISCR3 with the boat. We are just getting started right now here on the Bulls right now. And let's get ready to transition right now too. like I said. Let's continue where we left off as well. Uh, like I said, I, I think also too, with this new executive of basketball operations, executive VP, do you think there's going to be any pressure at all on Jim Boylan with having a new boss now in charge? Do you think there's going to be like immediate pressure on him when you have a new guy coming in right now, try and build that trust relationship, a feeling out process, if you will? Of course, I know Jim is already, he's already been there. So with Arturo coming over, I'm sure he's going to give Jim his chances, but Remember, his job on the line, too. So just like how, you know, he came in and, and took job, Paxson job, he know that his job is not guaranteed. So if the coaching is not what he think it is and he's in full control, of course, everybody uh, like to bring their own guy in. So if that's not a coach that he prefers, then uh, I can see him actually going out to get a coach of his choice to, you know, uh, manage a roster that he prefers. Yeah, uh, and I, I think that's very wise right now. But we're going to take a quick pause right now. Uh, uh, coming back in just a second here. We're going to be uh, coming back uh, in, a, in a second. We're going to be uh, briefly touching on the Last Dance documentary with the Chicago Bulls. That's going to be coming out next Sunday, April 19th. You're listening to On Deck on CSR. I'm Charles. That's Reese. Love you, rocking the hat, my man. 
We'll be right back. Don't move a muscle. <laughs> 